And I started doing the ozone four days a week and continuing with the diet. You know, I, I wasn't changing anything with the diet, but somehow a few weeks later, I'm checking my pain journal where I'm marking how much mobility I have. And I'm like starting to dance a little bit, starting to move a little faster, walking at a normal pace. I DJ. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I can pick up this 40 pound speaker. Wow. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of sensitivity in my elbow, but ever since that time, when I started to feel like I was crashing, like I was going down when I was doing the ozone four days a week, it was a hundred percent a turning point. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet, and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Pattison, helping you to live an easier, healthier, and happier life. Today we are going to explore ozone therapy and the reduction of rheumatoid arthritis symptoms. I've got a guest with me who's in a holding pattern now waiting for me to introduce him. Um, but first, I'm going to go through some of the science of what exists online relating to ozone and its ability to downregulate inflammation for rheumatoid arthritis in the example that I'll, I'll start with, uh, and then some other conditions as well that are relevant if you have inflammatory arthritis. Now, there's a lot of studies that have been published around the benefits of ozone, but it was it's really hard to find specifics for specific conditions because it's still an emerging uh, and complementary therapy. However, there's one that constantly gets referenced amongst the science when you're looking for a randomized clinical trial of great credibility. And it's the one that I've got on my screen now. Uh, so if you were looking at this, then you'll be able to read that title. If you're listening to this podcast, it's called Medical Ozone Increases Methotrexate Clinical Response and improves cellular redox balance in patients with RA. Now, there are a lot of concepts in ozone therapy that are complex. And I was just talking to my guest before I hit record here, and we agreed that after listening to many podcasts on this topic and having uh, you know looked into this quite extensively and even writing about it in my in my book, you know, the concepts are still a little bit ambiguous and different guests who speak on this as authorities have different ways of describing the effectiveness. So in this podcast, my guest is someone who is a user of ozone therapy like me, uh, not one of the authorities. Um, and so today we're going to talk about you know, how we use it and why we bought a machine and the effects using our ozone machines. But let's just roll through some of, this, some of these uh, studies. And firstly, this one uh, that I just gave the title to, it, what it was, a randomized clinical study with 60 patients who were divided into two groups. One who's treated with, one group treated with methotrexate and ibuprofen, and the other group treated with the same dosages of methotrexate, ibuprofen, but also ozone. And they used the ozone rectally. And as it sounds, this is a tube into the backside and a controlled uh, dose of uh, low-dose ozone, which is O3 instead of O2, is uh, passed into the rectum. And uh, the consequence was that ozone 
plus methotrexate combination reduced anti-CCP antibody levels, which is obviously a major deal, as well as increase the antioxidant system, uh, meaning our ability to fight free radicals in the body. And this is a major deal as well because uh, oxidative stress is one of the key hallmark underlying sort of issues with rheumatoid arthritis and increased or, and glutathione, which is one of the key indicators of oxidative, uh, sorry, of antioxidant health in the body matched the improvements that were seen with the ozone treatment. So this is a disease activity score improved and basically people felt better, uh, less inflammation. So this was only after 20 days of treatment. And then just a few more studies before we welcome our guest onto the, today's episode. There was a study that was done on uh, fibromyalgia and the results across uh, this study was that over 50% of symptoms was improved in 70% of the patients and no patient reported important side effects. In conclusion, at our knowledge, this is the largest study of patients with fibromyalgia treated with ozone therapy reported in the literature and it demonstrates the ozone therapy is an effective treatment for fibromyalgia patients who, uh, sorry, without significant side effects. That's ozone therapy in 65 patients with fibromyalgia and effective therapy. And then in osteoarthritis, this journal paper called Ozone Therapy as an Integrating Therapeutic in Osteoarthritis Treatment, a Systematic Review. Uh, the conclusion was the use of ozone produces clinical relevant benefits in patients with osteoarthritis. And then just to explore what's going on a little bit, and we'll talk about this with my guest, a study showed that the use of ozonated water, so we're drinking water in this instance that has been bubbled over a period probably of about half an hour with ozone gas, uh, and rectal insufflation, which is the, you know, the back end version, um, which is, by the way, one of the most common ways of using ozone. And this was done on people who had symptoms like flatulence, flatulence and constipation and diarrhea and all these dysbiosis symptoms. And this study showed a conclusion that this, uh, the, the validity of the treatment of ozone, ozonized water combined with rectal administration of ozone controlled the symptoms linked to dysbiosis and to favor the restoration of a proper environmental homeostasis at an intestinal microclimate level in adults. I don't know why they just don't say improve the microbiome. But um, uh, yeah, so basically adjusted positively the uh, portfolio of gut bacteria. And the mechanisms behind this is a, besides, uh, you know, in terms of what we're going to be talking about, reduction of inflammation in rheumatoid arthritis, is generally one of a reduction of oxidative stress, a balancing of the immune system so we don't have as much free radical overload that gets that floods the body because of the ongoing autoimmune activity at a joint level. And so that ozone is a bioregulator. So if your immune system is too active, then it'll bring it back under control. If it's in, uh, insufficiently active, then it can upregulate the immune system. This is according to the experts and the, and the science that I've read. And it, it's one of these things that some experts say sounds too good to be true. And that's the words that they, they use often. Um, but this is how they report it in the literature. And the increasing of antioxidants 
inhibits chronic inflammation in disorders such as rheumatoid arthritis, in which oxidative stress plays a role in its pathogenesis. So with all that, it's a pleasure to uh, welcome to this conversation and uh, ri- just riffing today. We're going to talk about ozone and, uh, and its impact on our lives. I'd like to welcome Phil from Boca Raton in Florida. G'day, Phil. Hey, Clint. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Now, you and I have known each other for a couple of years. You've been part of our support group, and uh, we've had fun talking about this topic in our support group, and we've shared our, um, our experiences. And so I thought, you know, who better to, to, to join me on a discussion about ozone than the man himself? Yeah, I'm happy to be here. And I think that one thing that we share kinship for is really looking at the science and wanting to understand the mechanisms and it's not just looking at potentially another miracle cure, but something that we've tested ourselves and something that the science is really, really promising on. And today I'd just like to exchange our approach with, you know, buying machines, our, our, yeah. um, our frequency of using ozone as a therapy, uh, the um, outcomes that, we've, that we felt that we have achieved from using ozone, the downsides, uh, the benefits, and just try and answer any kind of questions that we think that people might have about it. How long have you been using ozone? Uh, I first started using it a year ago, about a year ago. I first started, uh, my aunt who lives in Brazil, she has rheumatoid arthritis, and ozone is a much more popular therapy in Brazil and some other countries. And she heard about this doctor who was using it. And she, you know, spent her hard-earned money to go every week for a year to get ozone, not rectally, but actually injected into her knees and into different joints. And, you know, there's many ways to do it. So she did that for a year in conjunction with a good diet, in conjunction with movement. And it went, it took her from being bedridden to actually like walking and she she likes to dance too. Um, So, and she's 70, she's, she's 70. Like that, so. Well, I'd like to. I'd like to learn just a little bit more about her story in just a second. But you've touched sure. upon some really important concepts that we should uh, okay. address. First of all, first of all, what we should address is that uh, ozone can be administered in in not just the ways that the studies I just shared show, which is um, bubbling ozone into uh, water and then drinking it. Um, in fact, it's got to be distilled water, even, or up the backside, which we're going to talk a lot about. So look forward to that, everyone. Um, and then the other ways, like you described, we can have blood drawn from the body and then exposed to ozone in a uh, a, a chamber and then passed back into the bloodstream again. So it's like a, a circle. A closed loop. And then, like you said, you can have ozone directly injected into joints. So the only way we don't want to get ozone into us is in the lungs. Okay. So ozone is highly reactive and it can uh, trigger basically a, a cascade of chemical reactions that destroy the lungs. So we have to do everything but put it into the lungs. Now, uh, so t- tell us. Um, can you explain a little bit 
Where did you say that your grandmother had it also in her knees as well? And that's where I've got a little fellow climbing on my lap. Hang on one sec. We got briefly interrupted by my three-year-old, but um, tell us about your grandmother in more, more detail if you could, because you and I don't have personal experiences as much with the uh, injection into the into the knees. Or I have a story about that, and I will share that in a minute. But so it really got her up and running, did it? Or walking? Yeah, yeah. She, she my aunt, yeah, she credits uh, ozone completely with uh, helping her be from kind of bedridden, like really incapacitated. She's had rheumatoid arthritis her whole life. She knows not to eat cheese. And, you know, she comes from a culture where you, you eat a lot of bread and cheese and all kinds of meat and stuff like that. But she's learned over time, no fried foods, different, different things that she was sharing with me. So she, she has some of these pieces together. Um, but she, uh, yeah, she, she found out about this doctor who was doing ozone therapy injections and she did it every week for a year. And I think even her, her daughter who like lives in London was helping support her financially through that. And it was something that really helped her to the point where she's walking and exercising, and you know, doing her Zumba. <laughs> mm, wow. Doing Zumba. Wow. I think so. Yeah. Wow. The best place to go if people are more interested in this topic and they have specifically, you know, knee or shoulder or elbow issues that they wish to explore the potential use of a, a joint injected ozone is to uh, Dr. Robert Rowan's YouTube channel. He is the most prolific in sharing the outcomes of these kind of uh, joint injection ozone um, procedures. And again, I'll share my screen uh, briefly here and I'll just bring up his YouTube channel. So it's um, YouTube, it's Robert Rowan. So Robert and then R-O-W-E-N-M-D. And on his YouTube channel, it is just scores upon scores of testimonial videos of ozone therapy. And it obviously goes way over and above just limited to, you know, joint injections, but we're talking about all sorts of, uh, all sorts of things here. And you can uh, go and check out that. It's, it's a really interesting channel. Um, I've spoken to Dr. Rowan myself, and uh, if there's enough interest in our discussion today with Phil, um, then I will endeavor to uh, get him onto our podcast for a future episode. So let's talk a little more about the ways that you and I have been using this. And this is, um, this is a home machine. So we both have invested into different home machines. And these home machines, as you say, are a little pricey. Um, but um, you then have the luxury of being able to use them at your leisure without having to go to a clinic and without having to pay each time. Tell me about your purchasing uh, process. Sure. I yeah, I'm definitely in favor of buying, not renting with anything. I went to a clinic uh, here in Florida to get ozone injections, intramuscular. So that's another way that it can be administered. Yeah, I also I think some some administrations of ozone are local. So the joint, it's local. It's going to help that joint. Intramuscular or uh, auto the through the blood. That's global. So that's the whole system. So yeah, I went to the the clinic here and I think I paid like six or $700 for six sessions. 
and they were starting to help. You know, it's it's subtle. It's not something that I was noticing right away, but immediately I was like, "Wow, I can do this more effectively." Because from what I from what I read, at least um, the rectal insufflation was more powerful, and I could do it as many times as I wanted. Because as long as you have an oxygen tank and the ozone machine, like you're you're good to go. And that oxygen tank's never going to run out, basically. Mm. So it was, it was, uh, it was really simple. It was like, if there was a $900 machine that could help me walk better, (laughs) you know, like I was using a cane a year ago and then yesterday I was playing basketball. I was like sprinting on the basketball court. It's incredible. And that's not obviously not all ozone, you know, it's, it's my body healing itself. It's being socially connected. It's a lot of things, but, uh, if there's a $900 machine that can help you feel good, it. Yeah. Yeah. And if this is the first time people are hearing about this and their and they're, they're sort of BS meter is like turned right oh, yeah. up. This is why <laughs> this is why I wanted to share those studies at the start of this call, yeah. right? This is not something, this is not like a brand new, um, a brand new therapy that's only just come out and it's untested and unstudied. Uh, there's a website called Ozone Without Borders. And on there, you'll see just endless studies. I think there's some, I want to say, like there's tens of thousands of studies that have been done. And most of them, like you said, have been done outside of the US because the US is not as quick to uptake the alternative therapy as what some of the other countries potentially have been. And like you said, Brazil, South America is a real sort of uh, um, research hub for ozone work. And so the machine that I bought, <laughs> I bought from a, uh, a local distributor here in Australia, and he's a Russian guy, and uh, you need the ozone machine, you know, this kind of guy, right? And uh, it also comes with uh, hydrogen therapy as well, which we won't get into today because that's, uh, that's a whole nother, you know, scientific um, uh, mind, mind explosion. But um, anyway, he said, this machine worth money just on hydrogen alone you know so anyway so we i it actually doesn't need an oxygen tank so the one i bought super expensive because oh. it, it it converts the ambient air and the distilled water that you put into it and it generates ozone and if you flick a switch hydrogen if you want to go down that path and so yeah it doesn't require the ozone it doesn't require an oxygen tank so it's a it's an expensive and advanced um, machine. So, look, I bought that machine, and um, I'll I'll share my experiences uh, with using it after you talk about yours. But yeah, mine was in the multiple thousands. So I think mine, I want to say five thousand Australian dollars, which is around wow. three three and a three and some change thousand US, something like that. Yeah, like that's not. A that's a commitment, right? But. Here's the thing. I thought, look, I need to know this stuff. Like, I, I if I if I'm sharing these kind of topics and talking about this, it'll be great if I, you know, it's it's kind of our business for me to know this kind of stuff. Um, and so that's a, a a heavy investment into education and my own experience, and ultimately my body and my business and our life. It all it all it matters. You know how I feel and what I know and my experience. So we, we made the, the leap in terms of the financial investment. How often did you start using it? 
how did you start it with a low dose or, and did you crank it up? And then how often did you start to think, I'm feeling a bit better? Yeah, I remember I bought it. I did my treatment in the clinic about a year ago. I must have bought it a few months later. So I've had it for about 10 months. What happened was I was using it maybe three times a week. And I was definitely getting better, but I think I started to get a bit lazy. And what would, what was also happening was I was starting to smell some of it. Because sometimes when you're using the, like the, the catheter, it's filling up with ozone. You, you do smell some of it. And that freaked me out because I know that it's, it's not good for the lungs. So I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I need a new catheter. I wasn't quite sure what was going on. So I kind of stepped away from it. And then what happened was about four months ago, I finally emailed the company to see if there was something defective with my machine. Was it leaking? You know, what was happening? And then he, he showed me how to troubleshoot the machine. And I, I realized that it, no, it was, it was working fine. There, it wasn't leaking. I mean, if there was a leak, it was totally minuscule. And I, I tested it and it was fine. So then I started using it about four days a week. And I was in one of those periods where I was like starting to doubt the, the Patterson program, starting to doubt, like, am I ever going to get better? I remember trying to walk around my, um, my neighborhood and walking really slowly because I get a lot of inflammation in my knees. And just um, at those times, I could walk, but only slowly, like an old person. So I could walk for half a mile. But I couldn't dance. If, if there was ever a jerky or a quick movement, it would really, really hurt. And I knew that if I extended myself outside of the zone of my mobility, I would mess myself up for days after that. So I was like, holy crap, like, what is happening with my body? Am I doomed to feel like this forever? And I started doing the ozone four days a week and continuing with the diet. You know, I, I wasn't changing anything with the diet, but somehow... A few weeks later, I'm checking my pain journal where I'm marking how much mobility I have. And I'm like starting to dance a little bit, starting to move a little faster, walking at a normal pace. I DJ. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I can pick up this 40 pound speaker. Wow. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of sensitivity in my elbow. But ever since that time, when I started to feel like I was crashing, like I was going down, when I was doing the ozone four days a week, it was a hundred percent a turning point. And I track everything. Like I keep a pain journal. I keep a body log. I was posting in the forum. I was like, it, it's not the broccoli that I'm eating. It's the, yeah. it's the ozone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, uh, like I'm nodding in complete agreement and, and, and can, you know, uh, believe everything that you're saying with regards to pointing it towards the ozone therapy. And, you know, your drugs have also remained consistent, right? You're only taking Plaquenil. That's it, right? Yes. Yes. What's interesting is I was taking Plaquenil. I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not like an ozone miracle person. I've also, I was not taking Plaquenil. I wasn't taking anything. I was using the diet, but then I, I realized that I needed that extra boost. And so you know, that takes three months to kick in. Yeah, My dose was upped on the Plaquenil too. So it's important to point out that like the ozone and the Plaquenil happening in conjunction with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
you know, we looked at that study a moment ago with the ozone plus the methotrexate. And one thing that that was listed in the abstract that I didn't read out because I didn't want to spend all day reading off a abstract, but it said that the researchers believed that the ozone helped to make the methotrexate more effective yeah. and went on to say that because they have similar therapeutic mechanisms, that's the quote. Now, I think that's a hard thing to sort of, uh, to, I, I don't know how they could come to that conclusion, the way that the two things work, but I can definitely say that in their study, it believed that the ozone complemented the, the ability of the methotrexate to essentially do its job. And so what we might be seeing here is like a turbocharged Plaquenil or, or some, some ability of, of independent help from the ozone and then also, a, you know, potentially a, a, a higher therapeutic benefit of the drug. We don't know, do we? No, it's, I know ozone is an old technology. I think it's, it's from the 30s or something, but it's, it's just surprising to me that you can have so many stories and it's just not really yeah I, i'm hopeful that it'll be studied more. yeah 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 absolutely um and i'm sharing this because i believe in it i'm sharing this because you know i and we let's just jump now to you know talking about you know injections in knees i was going to bikram yoga a couple of years back in florida not too far from where you live up in jupiter and there was a woman that um that, that came in and she was raving on about ozone therapy and it picked up my, my ears pricked up because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer and I, I like the, the concept. I, I like, you know, the whole theories behind it. And, uh, and I just basically jumped into the conversation that two people were having. It was with the front desk staff member was talking to someone who was, you know, getting, you know, putting her towels away in the change in the sort of the foyer blah, 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 my knee, my knee, ozone, blah, blah, blah. And I said, can I interrupt here and ask you what, what, what's going on? She's like, oh, yeah, for sure. And she was all animated. So she said, so six months ago, I went to see an orthopedic surgeon and I was saying, can I have some, I, I, my knees hurt, right? And, and like, let's put this in perspective. This person didn't have rheumatoid arthritis and you'll laugh at this. She says, you know, and I said to the orthopedic surgeon, I'm having trouble playing my tennis on the weekends. Should I get a knee replacement? Yeah. <laughs> oh having God. trouble, having trouble playing tennis. Should tennis I get a knee replacement? Of all tennis, things. tennis, right? And this is, you know, you get some, uh, you get some characters. Anyway, uh, and the doctor said, "No, I think we should do these ozone injections." And she's like, "I'm up for anything," you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so she said that she was getting an ozone injection into her knee. It was one knee uh, each week and also doing Bikram yoga two or three times a week. And now let's, let's also frame this appropriately. Bikram yoga is a seriously therapeutic yoga class. Yeah. That this, like, this is, it's a basically a knee restoration series. And so, you know, but anyway, um, I believe she was doing Bikram prior to this story uh, in the ozone as well. But anyway, uh, she said her knees were as good as gold after six months. She said, I have no pain whatsoever in my knees. I play tennis like I have no restrictions whatsoever. And so this really made me go, wow. Okay, so this is just a sort of one of these serendipitous little interventions that I witnessed. 
So, you know, like, yeah, um, there's, th- this is why we're having a conversation is to share this as something that people might want to investigate. All we want to do is say, hey, there's something out there that there's, there's some studies behind it. You and I have some stories about this. We've got some anecdotal little yeah. uh, funny quips. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I've done uh, glutathione shots. I was doing that. I've, I've done it. I've taken fiber. I've taken like the world's strongest uh, probiotics that come to you shipped in like cold things. And <laughs> I've done everything. Like I've done so many things, but what I've found is plant-based diet, Bikram yoga, and and the ozone have been like uh, what's what's it called when you get eighty percent of the results from twenty percent of the things? The Pareto principle. Yeah, Pareto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, and how do you feel now? You and I spoke for just a few seconds before we hit record, but tell us how your body feels compared to say a year ago. I don't want to jinx this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because you you know, part of my story is that I found the Patterson program uh, seven or eight years ago, and I immediately went on the program. I I cut out everything, did the elimination diet, got better over a year and a half from can't walk through the grocery store to running, sprinting, playing soccer, and bench pressing a hundred and a lot, bench mm. pressing a lot and, and still having some issues, but being good. And then I went to Mexico. I um, ate a lot of fried tortilla chips. Like I really think it was all the oil in Mexico because I went to Mexico feeling great, lifting really heavy. And I came back with like a brace on my knee. Like I was, uh, it was insane. So I forgot your original question. <laughs> so how are you now compared to, you know, a while ago? So you're building up yeah. to that. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So I was after Mexico, I was doing fine. You know, this is uh, maybe four years into my healing journey and I'm still, I can go to the gym a bit, maybe not sprinting quite as much in soccer, but mobile dancing, stuff like that. And then I moved to Portugal and I start eating a lot of fish like I was even, I was eating the good fish. Like I was eating wild caught, you know, sardines. Like these are supposed to be the healthy ones and it tasted so good. <laughs> it tastes so good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, uh, I'm vegan for health reasons. Now it's not for taste, but anyway, so, uh, I got worse and then I moved back here and I, I was pretty bad, man. Like I, I decided to do a full Patterson reset you know, like I, I was eating like rice and miso and uh, no, no, even beans, like very just garlic powder, sweet potato, just a real reset, even foods that I wasn't sure that was, that I was pretty sure I could eat. I wasn't eating them until I tested them. And I did that for about four or five months. And then I, and then that was in Massachusetts at the beginning of the pandemic. So that's about a year and a half ago. Then at that, at that point, to give you a, an idea of my mobility, I was living in my dad's basement. So that means that I had to climb down three or four stairs to, to get down there um, because it's a weird Massachusetts basement. There was no sunlight. It was weird. It was super cold. But my dad had this amazing room in the second, the second floor of the house. If I was mobile, I would have absolutely lived in the room 
with natural sunlight, with heating, with air conditioning. I would have gone to the second, but I wasn't able to walk upstairs on a regular basis. Um, yeah, I was, I was walking like an old person. I wasn't using a cane, but one probably would have helped me. My shoulders were hurting all the time. Some days my elbow, I couldn't, I still can't fully, fully extend it. Like I don't, I don't push myself, but my elbow was very much um, like some days I could only get to here. And if I extended more than that, I was, I was messing myself up for days after that. So I was on eggshells depressed. It was the beginning of the corona, the pandemic too. So uh, yeah, so it was, it was very much not good. And then I came to Florida to be with my mom and the sunshine, mother's love, ozone and, uh, (laughs) and friendship uh, helped a lot. And so a year ago I was using a cane and walking like an old person. And now for the last uh, four months, I can say, you know, it's, it's been a steady build of mobility, but I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing the Bikram yoga. I was the first day I went in, I was using a chair for like parts of the standing series, like triangle pose. I needed a chair sometimes, you know, I know that a lot of folks aren't used to seeing a chair in the Bikram yoga classes or a stool, but a hundred percent use the stool. You need to get into that class. And now I, I was just at Bikram Yoga the other day and I was I was very close to I so I can do balancing stick, which is when you're standing on one leg and um your back leg is up and it's straight and your whole front is like straight, like a stick, like a T. And I I can do that and I can almost do the standing bow pulling pose, which as you as you know, or anyone who does Bikram knows, those are pretty tough. So, uh, yeah, the mobility is great. I was playing basketball yesterday. My goal is to be able to start sprinting again and play soccer. I'm, I'm lifting up, I'm a DJ. So I'm lifting up a 55 pound subwoofer carrying it. And some days, you know, some days I, I lift something heavy like that. And I do get that sense that maybe that was a bit too much for me today, but this past weekend I did it and I was like, holy crap, like, I did that and I didn't hurt myself at all. And that's insane. It's just seeing that steady bits of progress. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that feels good to listen to. Yeah. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Hey, do you do do the, you're doing the Bikram in a studio, right? So it's, it's COVID allowed, huh? You're allowed to go. I'm in Florida, baby. Yeah. 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 (laughs) She's wild west. Whatever you want want to do, you can do it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> right. And you've managed to, did you, have you had the vaccines? So what about a COVID scenario? Yeah. Yeah. I've had the vaccines. I, I was a little sick for a day, but it was not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. So, you know, you've got a master plan, like you said, the Pareto principle, you've got these, you've got, <laughs> you've got the right diet, the right exercise, you've got your ozone going on. These are some powerful interventions and uh, just to, sort of stay on theme with our discussion on the ozone. You know, I often think of ozone as I try to build my, you know, understanding of exactly the mechanisms behind it, that um, it's a little like exercise in as much that exercise is actually oxidative, right? So we all, you know, there's this general acceptance that we don't want to create too many free radicals in the body because that actually puts a load on the body and 
and our antioxidant reserves have to fight those free radicals. And to a small extent, you know, that, that's, a, that's a reasonable statement. However, what we find is that something like exercise, which is pro-oxidant, it means it creates oxidative stress in the body, over time actually builds up our level of antioxidants in our body, the ones that matter the most, not the vitamin Cs, the vitamin Es. We're talking about glutathione and catalase and superoxide dismutase, the ones that are in the cells that protect the cells, right? Okay, so yeah, we don't want to go too <laughs> That's cool. Right, yeah. Okay, so and that's why in that first study it said that glutathione, which is the most powerful antioxidant we have, corresponds positively with the improvement seen when you are doing the oxid, uh, the the ozone plus the methotrexate, as opposed to just methotrexate where glutathione was not impacted. Okay, so there's some real positive things going on, and what you and I both have discussed is that our 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 view of it is that. Okay, so exercise causes some oxidation, right? Some free radical production. But then the body goes, whoa, I need to create balance in my life. I've got to basically arm wrestle that back in under control. So I'm going to build up my ox- antioxidant reserves. It's basically responding like muscle and regrowing more muscle to combat the challenge, right? That's been presented. And I think that, I think that ozone therapy works the same way. I think you've got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a free radical sort of like attack a little bit on the body, and the body says, "Okay, cop this," and then it starts to r- respond to that and develop antioxidant um, reserves uh, as a result. So, I mean, that's what you know. That's what it seems to. Um, seems to be doing according to you know the podcasts I've listened to, the studies that 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 I've read and our discussions in our support forum. Yeah. And I think uh I think that's where it starts to get tricky when you start to look into ozone. And if you look through any like mainstream, anyone who's like secondhand writing about ozone, not the yeah. actual uh literature or the yeah. studies, but anyone who's commenting on the studies, they'll go back to the FDA line, which is that uh ozone is a it's like a hazard or that there's no therapeutic value and that if you breathe it in it's going to hurt you so it's just interesting because if if you isolate that that like yes it's an oxidant then you could say oh well this is bad but if you take it in the right dose it creates this massive tidal wave of antioxidant response like throwing a rock in the water then you're realizing, oh, okay, there's, there's more to this story. And honestly, I, it, it, for me, it took reading about the mechanisms with ozone and understanding that like, oh, this is like, this is a different type of therapy than something like uh, eating blueberries or uh, <laughs> than right, something right. less invasive. Cause who, who wants to do rectal insufflation? No one right. wants to put it. I call it my iPhone charger. No one wants to put an, uh, their, their ozone iPhone charger up, up their bum. No one wants to do that. But I was like, okay, well, all this science makes sense, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, it's, it took some convincing. <laughs> let's, let's briefly touch upon what we actually do. Cause I know everyone's just dying to hear this. So <laughs> The process involves pretty much just getting a very small insertion 
piece of plastic that comes with the device, which, by the way, you're not meant to share with other users <laughs> on the same device. Um, and then a little bit of lubricant, and then uh, away we go. So that is pretty much the uh, the process involved. My machine, it takes a, it's about 14 minutes, I and I just stand up. You know, originally I wasn't sure how to go about it, but I just stand there and I get work done on my phone. I like literally reply to people's emails and stuff on the phone. And before I know it, the thing's like, beep, 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 and it's all done. One thing that I've found, well, first of all, it's it's not uncomfortable, at least the the, the size of the insertion point in yeah. my device is small. It's, it's not, I would describe it as very mild, the discomfort. And one thing I've found highly effective is that it acts exactly like an enema. Have you ever done a, a, a regular water enema where gravity fed water? No? No. Okay. Okay. So a, a regular style enema at home is like a, a I guess, like a water bottle, uh, a hot water bottle sized bag that you fill up with water and then you hang it above your head and gravity feeds that water and it can go up, you know, up the backside. And I've found that the ozone treatment has the same effect in that you need to go <laughs> to the bathroom yeah. afterwards and it's yeah. a cleansing bowel movement afterwards that I, I want to say kind of is more it Takes thorough. a while. <laughs> takes a while. It takes a while. That's, what, that's the one thing I don't like about it. I'm like, okay, I budget five minutes for the actual treatment because yeah. um, mine's a bit faster and then... Uh-huh got to bring a book to the toilet it takes takes another 20 minutes really well i have a theory around this and my theory is that the bowel is meant to be that originally like 100 years ago they thought the only thing that happened in this in the large bowel was it's just a, a a place in which the body then reabsorbs water back in the body to preserve water because it's so crucial to our existence right they thought that that was the main purpose of the bowel until they worked out, hang on, this is where ferment and fermentation of fiber occurs and all the immunity in our body occurs. It turns out to be probably, you know, one of the most important aspects of our whole existence. But my theory around the potential delay of bowel movement after the, after the ozone is that the exposure to the gas actually just dries out some of the moisture that's in the backside. And that we should be really well hydrated before we do the treatment to not have a delay reaction to the to the bowel movement after the after the treatment. Because I've had that same experience, but not. I'll try that. So just to drink more water, because I I haven't been drinking. I just ordered a water bottle. It's like this needs to change. Right. Right. So to drink a lot of water, definitely. So you know, listen to this as an as a really. interesting little home experiment. When my kids are sitting on the toilet and I'm getting impatient because they're halfway through a poo and and they just basically think that now's a good time to talk about their favorite TV show. I, who don't want to wait any longer, I go and get them water and I said, you must drink the whole glass of water. And they're like, I don't want to. And I'm come on, come on, drink a drink. Within three minutes of them finishing the water, bang, out comes the rest. It's like the body says, okay, I have enough water. Bang, I'm, I'm okay to... And I really swear by it. If you are struggling with bowel movements, yeah, not saying you are, but after the drying out, having the gas in yeah. the rectum, yeah, 
I'd be, I'd be give it a shot. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, man. I don't know if it's going to work. But uh, because I've noticed as well sometimes afterwards, oh, it's a little dry. That must be from the gas. It feels that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's different, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, what do we need to uh, cover before we wrap this up? What other things should we have uh, discussed? I think maybe I'll just say it did take me uh, like a few months of doing it regularly to really have measurable improvement, you know, subtle improvement that you don't notice on the day to day. Maybe that's happening after a few treatments, but it, and sometimes it's you just wake up and you don't feel bad. And then you forget that you ever felt that. Like I can wake up with no pain and then just forget that for the past three months I've been in pain. It's, it's just now this blockage is, is, is removed. And, and that's where things get tricky because you start to slide on some of these, some of these good healthy habits. So yeah. that's just yeah. part of my story. Yeah, no, completely, completely, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, look, I don't have the details of my machine with me. So if people are interested, they can just email me um, and find out. Uh, I will actually have to, I, I don't know off the top of my head, the, the machine. It came via a distrib- distributor, but a very, very uh, good researching mind. Another friend in our community who's into ozone as well, uh, he managed to track down the original supplier of the machine that I have that has come via uh, my distributor and found out the original creator. So I, I can track that down somewhere because mine's got no labels on it. It's not like he's the oh. brand. Yeah. So if people are interested in my machine, uh, they'll need to email me because I don't have the details offhand. Uh, what's your machine in case they want to go down your path? Yeah, it's called Simply O3. Uh, there's this guy, Micah, the Ozonaut. He has a cool YouTube channel where he, describes this stuff really well okay yeah cool um yeah and again uh, anyone interested more about this uh, dr robert rowan uh, go check out his youtube he's also been on lots of different podcasts he's uh he's kind of the the main us uh, in the trenches using this kind of guy shall uh, shallen is it is it is it shallen the name of the the is it the guy who did the the ozone miracle book there's yeah. someone someone wrote a book that compiles a bunch of research that oh yeah that's about? it the guy we're talking about the same guy schallenberger okay. frank schallenberger wrote the yes. ozone miracle so you can buy that on amazon if you like uh frank schallenberger uh, he's uh he also appears on a couple of different people's podcasts you can listen to that if, if there's one more thing to mention something that was posted in the forum that was really helpful that you said was uh, regarding the different how effective different forms of ozone are. Because my understanding is that the ozonated water is, in terms of it changing your global antioxidant or whatever oxidation, oxidative stress, drinking it's not going to help that much. Uh, the, the, the reason why I do it rectally is, is because that is uh, it's kind of a, a, a super highway to many parts of the body, regulating the immune system. It's like a direct. Uh, route to global oxidative change. And then someone like, like Madonna or like very, very rich people, they're doing the major autohemotherapy, which is like a thousand dollars. But didn't you talk to that 
doctor, he, he was saying how Correct. maybe eight or like, I think something like 20 rectal insufflations equals like $1,000 treatment of the major autohemotherapy. That is the exact mathematics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But let me yeah. tell you how, let me tell you the way that he put it. Because your maths is perfect, but let me tell you okay. how he stated it. He said the autohemotherapy, which is the way where we talked about where you get connected uh, via a, a needle, it pulls, the, and then um, the, a pressure, literally a pump, reverse pump pulls the blood out of you. By the way, I've got a, an awful experience with that. Uh, uh, I had one of these freak accidents that, that you hear about every now and then. Um, that can happen in a medical setting. And uh, I had, uh, you know, I, I had something go wrong, which I won't go into too much detail, but something went wrong. And I, when I tried to have my first ever uh, autohemotherapy ozone experience, and uh, I ended up with uh, ozone in my lungs and a coughing fit that lasted 45 minutes. So it, whilst this was extraordinarily rare, it can happen. Okay. Now, according to Robert Rowan, the, the therapeutic benefits of having that procedure done correctly without incident um, is a 10 out of 10. And having, the, having it done rectally is only a half out of 10. So 0.5, right? He said, but but Dr. Rowan's a bit of a character. You know, I think he's 70 odd and he's just, he's just basically a conqueror of problems via this approach. And I spoke to him and I said, you know, this thing's really expensive, this autohemotherapy thing. And I said, would it be cheaper to, to, um, to buy an ozone machine? And he just goes, I would. I said, okay. Uh, and then would you, you know, would you recommend like doing it like every day? I would. I said, okay. Okay, should. So, okay, so I should go and buy a machine and then I should basically like use it frequently and it should be, you know, good for disease maintenance. And, and he's like, I would. And like, that was just, I just stuck in my mind how he's just saying I would do these things. It was so funny. Anyway, so yeah, so um, a half versus a 10, but if you do it every day or, or most days, then the cumulative effect is going to be, is going to be valuable. And I think that's what you've experienced. And uh, certainly, uh, as I said, I, I don't intend on stopping using it. I, um, I, I, think the thing, uh, I think the thing also balances the microbiome. I did a stool sample months and months ago, and the stool sample showed that I had some uh, elevated pathogens, some things, that, these things that show up on a test and you don't know what the heck they are, these random strains of things. But when you go into the studies on ozone, it shows that um, it's highly effective at eliminating viruses and pathogenic bacteria. And I just think it's like a, it's like a disinfectant, yeah, a disinfectant against these kind of things. That's crazy. Yeah, it it, it is used out like as a disinfectant um, in in certain cases. Yeah, but no, it's it's insane because you you would think that uh, my intuition is that not every therapy is going to be ingesting something, taking a pill. Some are more intrusive and through that they're acting in completely different mechanisms. They're helping you in completely different ways. And, uh, that can be really powerful. So, mm. yeah, mm. but yeah, it's, mm. it feels, it feels interesting too. It feels kind of like you're charging like, uh, yeah. 
Like I feel a little bit of ener- a wave of energy when I do it. And I know it's big in the biohacking community. Yeah. Dave Osprey. Dave Osprey. Dave Absolutely. Asprey. Yeah, yeah. In fact, some of some of the best podcasts about this topic are yep. on Dave Asprey's podcast. He has some views and opinions that I disagree with, but I can tell you that Dave Asprey has an enormous audience, and I can quote him as saying that uh, along the lines of whatever you get hit with, any kind of infection, a virus, or basically anything that brings you down, he said if you've got an ozone machine and an infrared sauna, you're going to knock everything out, right? So that's, his, that's, that's where he's at. with his. He has an ozone machine, an infrared sauna. He said, whenever I don't feel right, I go bang, bang. And he said, I'm perfect the next day. So, you know, you're doing both. You got ozone machine and Bikram. Bikram's Bikram, an infrared yeah. sauna, man. Yeah, yeah. And sunshine. Oh, and my sunshine. God. The sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Can't overestimate the sunshine. Exactly, man. And 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 um, if, if anyone's in your area, you run some parties and things, don't you? You're you have a you're a big socialite. Yeah, yeah. I've got <laughs> I've got I've got two things that I'll talk about. The first is that uh, I was a real lonely kid growing up, borderline Aspergers, very awkward with hellos and goodbyes. And it wasn't until I started going to concerts that I realized that I could make friends through music, through the music scene. So that was the first place I really found community, someone to hug you know, someone, someone who would look in my eyes and just say like, Hey, you're accepted here. So I threw parties for a long time. And, uh, now I, I don't do parties anymore. I do play workshops that are all about singing, improv, dance, uh, as a way to unleash your inner child. And if anyone's interested in that, I've been writing for the last eight months. I'm, I've been writing a book about the art of conscious nightlife and how to use events and design a nightlife culture that connects people in an authentic level um, so that it's not just about getting wasted or, you know, chat, chatting up some cutie at the bar. It's about real human connection. I love it. And I've seen some of your photos that you've posted and it looks super fun. I mean, there are people laugh in the photograph. There's, you know, there's that people are in their like moment of the photograph being taken and there's laughter and there's clapping and there's dancing. And the, I mean, there's just, just, it, it just, it's just flooding of joy coming out of these pictures, you know? Joy. Yes. We all need a joy practice. Yeah. Especially collective joy. Oh my gosh. Very important in my opinion. <laughs> oh, of course, man. And do you have a, um, a website people can go to in case they want to sort of join in there in your area? Yeah, totally. Uh, PhilSantos.net is is the best place to go and just get connected uh, with P-H-I-L, PhilSantos.net. And um, it, they can look forward to having an experience where it's very social. It's um, it, it, it's at a, a sort of a nightclub sort of vibe. No, no? It's not, not a nightclub. No, it's, it's social. It's not at a nightclub. It's more of a workshop environment. That's what I'm doing these days. Okay. I, I did all the dance parties, you know, yeah. I'm not really drinking anymore. I'm, I'm very much uh, more of a workshop kind of guy these days. Okay. But yeah. And it's all ages. It's, it's, it's important for people to laugh together. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a good thing. I tell you what, man, you should do something online. You should broadcast these online and get people involved globally because don't limit yourself to just locally in your area. If you did these things and you leveraged uh, communities like our RA community, 
every all of us we we'd love you you've just got the greatest <laughs> biggest smiliest face and uh, we would love to have your energy lead us through uh, some fun yeah yeah okay let's you know what let's do that let's do that let's because do that. we're growing we're growing our company into the corporate team building space now which is all virtual yeah. so I would love to host an event for the RA community. Yeah, why don't so we, we could do that? Why don't we do that? Absolutely. That'll be fun. And you can just make us laugh and have us yeah. moving and, and just share a lovely energy. That'll be fun. Why don't we set that yeah. up? All right, let's do it. Okay. All right, man. Well, thank you. And congratulations yeah. on how far yeah. you've come. And yeah, yeah. Keep keep up the great work. And thanks, thanks for sharing today. Hey, thank you so much for your heart, Clint. It shines through so bright and... If hearts are bright, I don't know, but it shines through and I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate the work that you've done and always keeping it scientifically grounded, man. That's it's, it's good stuff. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.